0: This is TalkSport Daily.
2: Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive Later today from 4pm. The sneaker freak is back, everyone. Oh, we don't care. We just love you, Goldstein. Yeah, it's a good point. I forgot about that. Anyway, we begin, of course, with cricket and Australia have taken a 1-0 lead in the Ashes after a narrow victory at Edgepiston. What a dramatic finish it was. Here's two-time Ashes winner Steve hammy Harmison and TalkSports cricket editor John Norman.
3: As uh, Pat Cummins, that's gone off the outside edge. It's racing to the boundary. It's just kept in, but it's been deflected over right in front of the Australian travelling support. A despairing dive at the third-man boundary. The ball can't be cut off. And it is Australia that have won this first Ashes Test match. They've beaten England in
1: truly historic and dramatic style. What an unbelievable, epic finish this has been to a test match for me. It's had everything, literally everything you could possibly ask for over five days. You've had a bit of weather, you've had some good batting, you've had some good bowling unbelievable fielding you have both sides going at each other where you're thinking one side's got the upper hand then the other one comes in it really has been and Pat Cummins is on my screen now and I said at the start of this series he would be Australia's main man for the simple fact he's got to play all five test matches he's the number one ranked seam bowler in the world for me if England were to do well in this series it was about getting on top of Pat Cummins I didn't expect him to go to Edge baston and win it with a bat but he did to experienced characters at the end um, as much as I'm obviously patriotic and I love England I just think this has been a great week for Test Match Cricket the England players you know they'll lick their wounds and come back for Lords but they should be immensely proud Ben Stokes and his team immensely proud of what they've done for Test Match Cricket because all the talk of white ball cricket domestic Franchise cricket, the 100, there's not a better advert for cricket when a test match is played like this. We are now going to have young kids around the country and in Australia wanting to play with the red ball. And that, for me, 18 years years ago, I think inspired what both teams said before this series about the series. Now, hopefully... We're doing that for the future generation of Test Match Cricket. This is now set up to be an unbelievable series. And what an innings and what what an effort it's been by Pat Cummins to get his team over the line.
3: I cannot believe it. I got a message from Adrian Durham about an hour ago asking if this was declaration batting from England. I said, no way. There's no chance they're going to declare. Well, guess what? England have declared.
2: And here's England's captain, Ben Stokes.
1: I'm a captain and a person who's seen that as an opportunity to pounce on Australia. You know, no opening batsman likes to go out for, for 20 minutes before the close of play, and the way in which we played uh, and took Australia on actually allowed us to be able to do that. You know, I could also turn around and say if, if we didn't declare would we've got that excitement that we did at the end of day five, I'm not 100% sure, but, you know, I'm not going to be looking back on this game as what-ifs, you know, we, there's so many things that happened throughout the five days which we could look back on and say if that went our way could this game have been different but the reality is that you know we just didn't manage to get over the line this week
2: don't forget to check out TalkSport Cricket Podcast following on for more reaction to that dramatic test match on oh, now to the football and in the Euro 24 qualifiers Stevie Clark Scotland beat Georgia at Hamden Park meaning they're on course for their best ever qualification Q TalkSport's David Tanner
1: Then there was a one-hour, 40-minute delay, suspension play because of uh, a downpour that caused flooding on the Hampden Park pitch. They tried to restart the game, the Scotland players were all lined up, the Georgians refused to come out and play it. There was a lot of uh, arguments visible uh, to the public in the, the stands. Andy Robertson really went for the referee at one point when the Georgians weren't playing ball. Eventually they did restart and Scott McTominay uh, scored two minutes into the second half with his fifth goal in this fourth qualification match. Scotland have now won four in a row, the opening four games in a tournament qualification match. There goes the final whistle, it's four in a row for the very first time in the history of the Scotland national team, they've never done that before.
2: Now, Freshman is £1 million charity swim for the English Channel. The superstar is Graham Souness. Join White and Jordan in the studio to recount his experience to raise funds for rare skin diseases.
4: It's made me realise we're all so selfish. We're all so selfish. I'd like to think it's going to make me a better person. Talk to me in six months' time, but it's made me look at things very different. Making me I've always been fairly good at realising I've been so lucky in my life. This is just... Maybe compounded that, it's really so. It was a true wake-up call five years ago when I was in, introduced to it, and it's yeah. I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it for as long as they want me to be in it. We've got a million quid, thanks to your good self, that research can now get Please started, God, good Jim. and proper. Please, come I don't think you're going to stop here, are you? No, no. It's all What's I, next? I'm in. I'm in this. I'm in this for as long as I wanted. you we'll, um... All right. All hmm? right. I'm in this for as long as I'm wanted. There's different levels of EB. You know, Isla, you've seen pictures of, mm. she has recessive dystrophic. There is one worse than that, which is junctional EB. Which when I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, and it's it's not nice. No, These babies don't, they come out the womb and only live hours because they've got zero skin on them. And then you, the next worst one is the recessive dystrophic, which just, it just makes me emotional talking about it. But there's other forms, like, I was at Westminster last night, it sounds like I'm there every week, and there's... Because as a lesser form of it. I was talking to four ladies with that. And they told me people have reached out now. They're now, they're now people with the lesser forms of, they're, they're, mm. they're cover, they are. They would own up to having that, this disease. They would cover up. You know, they'd maybe not be able to join in something that we're doing at work or at school, they cover up. But now people are saying, oh, Deborah, that's, is that the disease you have? And they're, people are now engaging with them.
2: Here's Neil Razor Ruddock providing a passionate plea to Declan Rice not to sign for Arsenal due to his strong dislike
0: of them. Declan, please Declan, Mr Rice, you're a living legend, I love you to death, Uncle Razor loves you, don't blow that out of the water, there's two types of players, get yourself in front of the mirror, have a look at yourself, two types of players, there's legends of the games and there's players that play for Arsenal that don't. Sign for them, because I won't be able to like you anymore and I would want you to get beat every week.
2: Here's Gabby Akbonahor, who co-hosted Andy Goldstein's Drive Time show with me. The Gabster said it's only natural players would be tempted to move to Saudi Arabia due to the money they're being offered.
0: First of all, I feel that people just think that footballers love football. There's been footballers that have come out and said they don't like it. It's a job. It's a short career. You know, you can get injuries, um, you want to maximise your earnings. So as much as I do understand people will say Ruben Neves, 26, could go and play for a Champions League club, that's what he's come out and said to Wolves fans, he wants to play Champions League football, but he's probably sat down and spoke to his agent and says, maybe I can get three, four, five times my money. You're making generational money. Money not for your kid, just for your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids. Why not? Now, Royal Ascot
2: is well and truly underway. Here's how day one sounded on the TalkSport Network.
3: Because they're off and racing at the 2023 Royal Ascot. Here comes Frankie on Inspire on the outside. He's being driven out by Frankie. It's going to be desperately close. Lodging towards the line, Inspire on triple time. Nipper. Frustrating Frankie Dottore on in Spiral and Brian Moore and Frankie Dottore having a battle. But River Typer has found an extra gear and Army Ethos is really flying at the finish on this near side and Army Ethos. Oh, doesn't get there. River Typer just holds on, but Bradsell has just got the call and Bradsell and Holly Doyle are going to win again at the Royal Meeting. Bradsell gamely holds on. Front Charon is moving on, but nothing is going to get anywhere near Paddington. Has absolutely romped a victory, so easy, proving to be the best miler of his age, made that look very easy.
2: And we finished with the former Liverpool defender, Neil Ruddock. recalling the pound game,
0: obviously. The pound game was in the warm-up. It was the last game of the season. Aston Villa away. And we went on the pitch early. And we was going to play a bit of chase. You know, we, we got a bib in your hand. And if I caught you, you had to have the bib. You yes. weren't get allowed to give it back to me. You had to go and find that. Touch. A, a quick warm-up. Yeah. And whoever, when, the, when the, the, the coach came out and stopped it, whoever had the bib, I had to take the lads out that night and pay for everything because it was last game of the season. But we did have a bib, and someone tried to whip me with a pound coin. He hit me on the back, so I picked that up—a pillar fan. <laughs> so I picked that up, and that and that was that was the uh, sort of the bib. So if I got to you, you had to give it to me. But you had to take it off. But yeah. You couldn't refuse.
1: Can you remember who ended up with the pound? Don Hutchinson. No way. So then it went on. We've done Mag- it in the game. How was we your did... McDonald's that night?
0: Oh, I'm telling you, it was KFC. <laughs> I said you can have McDonald's if you if you can spell it. We said no, we go KFC.
2: Well that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's drive-time show today at 4pm with the sneaker freak Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts at first in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.
4: That was a podcast from TalkSport.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.